love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Monday, February. Oh, my gosh. What's the date? 26? Yeah. Yikes. Man, where's the month going? It's gone. 20. 18, and let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast. Thank you so much for being here. I want to uh, kick it off with some positivity. The first step to getting what you want is having the courage to get rid of what you don't want. Boom. Mm-hmm. How about Dang. that? It's like yep. cutting the fat in your life and saying, get out of here. Yeah, I found that Instagram quote uh, looking at some Instagram fitness models. Yep. Well, they're They've inspiring. got the best quotes. Yeah, <laughs> They're very inspiring. And it was a woman doing squats, and that's what she posted. <laughs> well, she's getting rid of something, too. Yep. Love handles. Yes. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome, everybody. Here's my friends and family. There's Drew right there. I came to work armed with one of those paper surgical masks to protect me from your funk, and it sounds yeah. like you're doing okay. So I'm going to keep it in my pocket for now, but I might be putting it on later. Well, until the kids go back to school and come back and it just happens. It just recycles. <laughs> it does recycle. Over and over again. I'll be the next one that gets sick. I guarantee it. Tanner the Millennial, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Uh, my girlfriend's parents were out of town, so we got to you know hang out, have some actual alone time for once, and it was great. Yeah, we missed you at the house this weekend. Drew doesn't let you bring over your girlfriend? I mean, we that's just not alone time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. It's a hangout with By the way, in, person. in case you're tuning in, Tanner the Millennial did move in to Drew's house. And uh, it's, it's a very bizarre situation, <laughs> but uh, we will continue to give you details as, as things break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like three's company. <laughs> Jenna, my head of security, how you doing? Well, I spent the weekend preparing for my mom to go in for her back surgery that will happen tomorrow. Oh my goodness. All right. So what's going on with the back surgery tomorrow? Tomorrow they go in and then it'll be the first part of her 14 hour surgery where they're basically going to move all her muscles, all of her um, veins and her wow. tendons away wow. from her spine, get everything moved away from it. And as long as she's stable, 48 hours later, they commence and they crank that spine and they straighten it. Okay. And Three's company's got nothing on his house because I think it's something like Eight's company over there. Our host, <laughs> The Fitz. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I want to go back to... Uh, all right. So, Jenna, your mom is having a, a surgery because she's got an 85% curvature spine. Yes. Almost a 90-degree angle spine. Yes. And she's going to have that thing cranked and yanked and all that stuff back straight again. Uh, to about 45%. That's okay. what they're hoping for. Wow. Okay. That's what they're hoping for. So, the first surgery, you said they are moving like... All the uh, the tissues, all the veins, all the bones oh. away from the well, spine. Well, yeah, because you have to think about it. My mom's body is kind of twisted differently, so yeah. they need to go in there and move all the organs, all the muscles, oh. make sure everything is safe so when they can go in there, we're not pinching anything Hang off. On. I, I, think you did, I think you just moved some of my organs. <laughs> yeah. you, you basically said they're going to take her apart. So basically, after that first surgery, she's just got to kind of chill for like a day or two, having all that stuff separated. Well, they have to make sure she's stable and that nothing has happened, you know, because that's sure. very traumatic. 
traumatic for your course, body. Yeah. And she'll uh-huh. basically be sedated for those two days. Oh, she'll be out. Yeah, and then they go right back in um, two days later and they do her spine. Are you allowed oh, to see her during that time? I am, yeah. I'm going to be the one taking her to the hospital and then she's going to go in for the surgery and so I'll come in the following morning and see her again because it's going to be a long day for her. Yeah, so you, yeah, don't plan on you going live on Facebook or anything. No, right? no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> so listen, uh, uh, thoughts and prayers going out to Jenna's mom. Everybody be thinking about Jenna's mommy. Yeah, it's going to be a big you. show today. Welcome to Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. The legendary Fitz Happens Live. And now, now the Fitz Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Everybody doing good today on this Monday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, good enough. Good enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the news that did not make the news. By the way, make sure to uh, follow me on Instagram. Just search two words, follow Fitz, F-I-T-Z, follow Fitz, because you will have the ability to get late-breaking what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. That's true. <laughs> and it's even on your stories feature on your Instagram. That's the best part. Yes. <laughs> so it's a story within a story. It's a story within a story. Storyception. But I do provide breaking what-are-you-kidding-me stories. Again, on Instagram, follow Fitz. I'm going to take you uh, out of Cape Coral, Florida. Wrong house. You guys know what an escort is? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a Ford. Yeah. It's a small sedan. It's made in the <laughs> 80s. And... Yeah. 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 One of those, one, one of those <laughs> escorts. So an escort showed up to the wrong house uh, last week in Cape Coral, Florida, and she had her quote unquote bodyguard with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bodyguard. Mm hmm. So the couple who lived there called the cops, and both the escort and her uh, protection bodyguard yeah. dude mm-hmm. got arrested. Uh, why would you just go up and start banging on some uh, somebody's house? Yeah. yeah. At least make sure you have the right address. Do we have right? any audio from this, by we the do. way? They hid behind the post so that we couldn't see him out the peephole. She texted me at 2.30 while it was happening saying, is your husband banging on my door and ringing my doorbell? That's insane. She's lucky she didn't come to my door. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Floored, appalled. We have young children in our home that we don't even let play their bikes outside by themselves for weirdos, and that's a whole different kind of weirdo. She seemed petrified. Petrified. I think they were seriously in fear for their life. We have young girls and young boys. Neither one need to be exposed to any little lady in a pink teddy at 3 a.m. I would have answered the door with my shotgun. Dang. Wait, he brought a shotgun? No, no. That, see, that was the neighbor talking about oh. it. Oh. Yeah. So I guess now they know what's going on at their neighbor's house. Yeah. So yeah. it sounds like the whole yeah. neighborhood's in on it. So they must all be zeroing in on who really ordered. Yeah. <laughs> Little like, midnight special. Like the one, the one neighbor who's not outraged. All right. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Oh my gosh! I have a very special consumer watch right now. Bad mommy. Bad mommies is the title of this next. What are you kidding me story? It could have worked for the last story. Bad mama. <laughs> yeah. Good mama. <laughs> That's funny. All right, you guys. And moms, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, please just tell me if this is true. Two-thirds of mommies say that they hide the really good snacks from their kids and their husbands. 
Yes. The most common snacks they're hiding are the chips, the candy, the cookies, the fruit, the nuts, the popcorn, the crackers, the ice cream, the yogurt, and the pretzels. What's that leave? You guys are too Nothing. lazy to look up at the top shelf, kind of in the back, where the shelf, you can't see it all oh, the way. Yeah. Is that, is that the, your hiding spot? Feel it, and yeah. that's where all the goods are, or in the back of the freezer. It's, it's true. My blind spot, I can't ever find anything in the kitchen. It yeah. could be right in front of me, and I can't see it. That is so not fair. It's your that fault. Is so, that is absolutely so not fair. You guys got to look harder. It's a treasure hunt. You, you want the fits? good stuff? Oh, Dig no. deep. No. We got to start making our own hiding spots then. That's right. You guys are too lazy to go to the grocery store and get on the good stuff anyway. That is true. (laughs) Problem is, we don't go to the store anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show with Fitz. Because I should have been that little kid in Lion King. Jenna. I don't kill my chickens. I just get their eggs. Drew. I don't hate hugs. I just don't like getting a lot of hugs. And Tanner. The Millennial. Man, Facebook is so yesterday. It's all about Instagram now. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Now back to The Fit Show. Here we go. Fit happens. Live. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, just snap what you see, send it back to me, post it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits, two words, facebook.com slash follow fits, and uh, I want to welcome Drew, there's Tanner the Millennial, there's Jenna, my head of security. Uh, Hey, Drew, you and I, we got to talk. Oh, do we? I've received a couple of uh, uh, complaints. Oh. (laughs) From uh, from some of the suits who who are kind of you know who dabble with the show a little bit, okay. and apparently I, I guess some listeners were complaining um, about some of the people that you follow on Instagram. Oh, oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yes. can they see that? And here's yes, and it, they can oh, see. Of that. course, they can see that. Uh-oh. And it, but let, here, here's why I bring this up because man, you are not the only guilty person. It, my daughter, my sweet sixteen year old daughter Chloe, came up to me about a year ago and she goes, Dad. I cannot believe some of those people that you follow on Instagram. You're married, did it? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, I might follow seven or eight fitness models. <laughs> you, Maybe you on Instagram. Really happy is when I'm Instagram. I'm on Instagram and I look at a fitness model or something because yeah. I don't follow them. And, I, and then I see followed by Critical Drew and Follow Fits. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so those are the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> wait a second. Don't include me in that. And wait, you're, you're still including me in that. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> you follow well, a few. The fitness models that I do follow, my wife says I could follow. Oh, so, so well, that's you, all that matters. Yeah, I mean, if you got permission from your wife, then whatever. Go so, for it. But they do inspire me. Their physical fitness inspires me. Drew, you you, you were talking about you, so many poses they could do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was telling the other day, I'm actually getting a little tired of it because. How dare you? There's only so many ways they can take that picture, you know, so many different poses, and they all do the same ones. And. It's just, uh, I guess I'm looking for something different, something this is new. So wait, are, are this you- is, no, I know what's exactly has happened is that nowadays we are able to see whatever we want, whenever We're we want. We're desensitized. We are desensitized to everything. Some You would have loved one of those pictures 30 years ago because you would have never been able to obtain it, but now you can have all of them, so nothing's new you know to what? him. That's so bizarre that you guys say that. My wife was saying the other day, she goes, you know what, Marilyn Monroe was special because she was Marilyn Monroe and like the only one who was doing it. Now... Everybody and their dog 
is in you know yoga pants and yeah. and, and and showing pretty much everything on Instagram. It's funny you it's, say that because I actually follow a few dogs on Instagram. Oh, quite follow, a few. I follow puppy dogs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are sweet. It, but you're really trying to branch out your Instagram now. I am. I just I want to be inspired again, and I think I've lost <laughs> my inspiration from fitness models. Even though they do have the best quotes, they really do. Um, those ladies like to they wait, have inspiring. So wait a second. You're really saying that to you all fitness models just look the same. It's weird to say that, but it's getting there. It really is wow. getting there. Maybe you should wow. go look at just a normal girl in a sweatshirt and some jeans and see if that doesn't well, do it for I was you. Say, I, I do not feel the same way Drew does. <laughs> I mean, it's like a vacation to me every time I look. I guess I've got burnout. <laughs> It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. So while the odds of being hit by lightning in a person's lifetime are 1 in 13,500, men are much more likely to be zapped than women. And that sucks. Why? I don't know. Statistically, it's it's just how it is. Over the past 10 years... 352 people have died because of a lightning strike with guys. You know what Account- I think this Accounting is? for 79% of that number. Is it a height thing? I think guys are more likely to be on a ladder. Guys are more likely to be swinging a golf club. Guys oh. are more likely so to be... So what you're be- saying, guys are more active, so somehow... That's, what, that's, that's exactly what Guys saying, are more Jenna. likely to have football helmets on. What? I think it has something to do with height. It could be height as well. You're too, what, you're I a think, foot th- closer to the sky? So yeah. you- <laughs> well, think about it. For me, I am six foot seven. You are. You're almost a foot and a half taller than right. I am. Right. I mean, I'm basically a lightning rod when I walk around. That's this, true. This feels like the statistics went like X amount of men uh, are killed or injured every year in America falling off ladders. Right. And women's like basically zero. Like almost no women are killed in America falling off ladders. Are you trying to say that women don't get on ladders? I'm saying statistically. I don't like how you talk sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. But check this out. Not surprisingly, (laughs) more than 90% of men who were struck by lightning were involved in fishing. There you go, fishing. That makes sense. How bizarre. You're on the water, right? Probably in, a, in some sort of a t- tin boat. Yeah, you got a pole. Yeah. I'm still like waiting. Reaching to the sky. Yeah. Still waiting for you guys to take me out fishing. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> he's never been camping. He's never been fishing. All right, Drew, <laughs> choose your news. I'm keeping you updated because I know everyone cares. England's long national nightmare finally came to an end. Uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken Chains, KFC Chains, finally were able to get their chicken delivered. It turns oh God, out. This is good. It turns out that the whole thing... Uh, was a delivery issue with DHL. You know, the package delivery company, uh-huh. DHL? They uh, weren't oh able God. to get the-, the chicken to them. Now, DHL says we aren't the only ones responsible. But so here's the good part. The chicken planes didn't come in, basically. Chicken planes didn't come in. Yeah. Here's the cool part. KFC has a great sense of humor about it. Uh, they were able to open almost all of their 900 stores by Friday evening, and they they took out uh, full-page color ads in all the papers in England. It had a picture of the bucket, an empty bucket of chicken, and here's what they did that's funny. Normally, the chicken bucket says KFC. Yeah. They rearranged the letters so it began with the F of the KFC, and I'm going to let you fill in the rest yourself. As a joke on themselves, and pretty much... I. The, for the most part, people are saying, good on you. You did a good job. You got a sense of humor about it, and way, we're okay. Way to go, KFC. Yeah. 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 Way to go. All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Snapchat's market value dropped $1.3 billion last oh. week by one single tweet from who? Kylie Jenner. Now, I do want to say that you've been saying for the past couple of weeks 
that you feel that Snapchat is just in the decline and then yeah. kind of where it's at right now is Instagram, right? Yeah, well, it started by Instagram yeah. adopting their stories feature. So Snapchat was the first uh, kind of social media outlet to use that. So wh- why, uh, you know, this this much influence with one tweet? Um, because Kylie Jenner is a major influencer for Snapchat, kind of like how DJ Khaled is also. So there's these, like, Select few people who are the big celebrity faces. For Just a lot of social, social media, media power. Outlets. Social oh, media okay. power. So Kylie Jenner has huge social media power. Wow. She tweeted, so does anyone else not open Snapchat anymore or is it just me? Ugh, this is so sad. And that tweet wow. forced Snapchat to lose $1.3 billion. I wonder if Facebook... Or Instagram paid her to do that. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, mind blown. I'm terrified wow. that a 20-year-old Kardashian can bring down a billion-dollar corporation with a tweet. That's yeah. crazy. Social media is everything. Yeah. All right. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. This is The Fit Show with Fitz. Because if you ask her one time, she says no. You ask her again, it's like admitting defeat. Jenna. Everybody knows that dogs are nicer than people. Drew. Yeah, we've been going strong nine years and still no ring on that finger. And Tanner, the millennial. What do you mean you can't eat fast food every day? Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Oh, it's a Monday. And, and, and uh, I'm about to tell you something that just, when I heard about it uh, as a father, it sent chills down my spine. This is petrifying. And if you're a parent, you know, I, I think we should uh, um, get real for a second and, and just remind ourselves that when we're out and about with our kiddos, whether you're in a parking lot or you're in a grocery store or... <laughs> You're, you're at your gym. I mean, you're at the McDonald's, right? Always be aware of where your children are. Never take your eye off of them. Because a 12-year-old named Amy Martinez, she was walking to school last Wednesday in Santa Ana, California. That's near Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And she almost got abducted. A 34-year-old woman named Claudia Diaz grabbed her with one arm and started dragging her down the street. Amy's parents let her walk to school alone a lot, and they thought it was safe. Obviously, they're upset for, for letting it happen. But luckily, someone else's mom was there. And I this is just this a guardian angel. Um, I don't even know her name because this woman asked to remain anonymous. But a woman who just dropped her own kid off at school was driving by and saw Amy struggling with an adult. And she just said, oh, my God, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Something is not right. So she pulled up and asked if she was okay. And at that point, she could tell she wasn't. She, she, she knew that it was a bad situation. So she started screaming at the woman to let her go and claimed that she was Amy's mom just to freak out the kidnapper. She says she only had a couple of seconds to come up with a plan. That's what she did. And it worked. The kidnapper let Amy go and ran off in a full sprint. And then the woman who saved her took her to school, called 911, just tried to calm her down. And uh, police were all over the area. Uh, They arrested Claudia nearby. She's facing kidnapping charges. And Amy's mom says that she knows how lucky they are. And she's never, ever letting her walk to school alone again. That's something else I didn't throw in, letting your kids walk to school. I mean, I know know a lot of parents have to do it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) 
Well, yeah. our parents, my parents used to let me start walking to school when I was about 11 or 12 years old, fifth and sixth grade. That was kind of, um, yeah. I'm old enough to do that. And yeah, times are changing and it's scary. And people are, are, are times changing or I mean, have they always been, I mean, been like that? I or? think it's getting more frequent if you want my honest opinion as a parent. As it, and also as, as, as a dad thinking about my kids walking to school petrifies me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine? I would just I, never let that happen. Yeah. I walked to school alone in the first grade. Or like myself and my sister. No kidding. I was in the first grade. She was in the third grade. No kidding. We walked to school alone. It was only, it was less than a mile, but we walked alone. Wow. Six and six and what, eight years old? That is scary. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking about this woman who was, who was driving by, just happened to, to look to her right, saw this going on. I mean, what if she didn't do anything? Well, what would have happened if, if she right. wouldn't have saw what happened? Can you imagine? I mean, it's so important to, you know, and Jenna, maybe you're, you're right. Now more than ever, if you see something, you got to say something or you got to do something, right? I feel like kidnapping, human trafficking is more relevant nowadays than it used to be than when we were all growing up. And I know that people say it's because social media, it's all in our face, it's all that, but that's not the case. It's becoming more and more because people are selling people. And it's, it's, You're saying it's just getting crazy. Yes. You're, you're saying it's crazier in 2018. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you see something, say something and do something. It happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right. Stand by for the Fitz files. Uh, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Let me tell you what. It pays to be a waiter for Jennifer Lopez. I bet it does. And you're not going to believe what she tipped somebody during her little kid's birthday party. I'm going to tell you next. Drew, standing by with the Monday reality check. Well, Special Investigator Mueller's investigation is really starting to, you know, reach uh, a a fever pitch. Four individuals have already agreed to plead guilty, one of those being Rick Gates, the longtime business partner of Paul Manafort uh, and a a former uh, consultant to the Trump campaign. That gets it really close to home for the Trump campaign and the the Trump, uh, you know, cabinet here. So we're going to keep a really close eye on this, but this thing is just, it's continuing to, really, if you want to, like, bore towards the center of the earth. I mean, they are not stopping. Okay. I don't know if I have anything to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the deal. Are you saying that there is collusion with Russia or it's well, collusion but not involving President Trump? Most of the news stories focus on collusion with Russia. But if you read deeper into the story, you find that this is actually covering a variety of topics. There's a lot of fraud allegations, fraud charges. Uh, there's misappropriation of like White House positions involved with bankers. They're saying they're saying that Manafort offered a position with the White House if a banker would give him loans. There's just all kinds of charges Seems on like here. Seems like a mess. Okay. But really, people are focusing just on Russian collusion. Yeah. I'm just going to say next. All right, next. <laughs> next. This, one's, uh, this is a little more salacious for you. A defector from North Korea, a, a military musician who defected back in 2008, is telling the world... You know, don't be so uh, happy about that North Korean cheerleader squad, you know, that's captured the hearts and minds of right, the world right. at the Olympics. 
He's saying that the women in that squad are made to do terrible things to high party members. They're saying that they're used as basically as like party escorts and event escorts and that they're forced to participate, you know, and, and provide favors to oh high ranking members of the parties there. It's terrible. Uh, you know, they put on this great front and doing the cheers and all the wearing the uniforms on. He says, but it's, it's not a great life for these girls. So let me ask you if, if you know, they're down there right in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh First time many of them have ever, ever been outside, been, been outside North Korea. Then, I mean, c- couldn't they stay if, if they wanted? Couldn't they scream out loud, someone help me? We th- well, These things are happening to us. We are in South Korea now, and uh, we do not want to leave. Drew mentioned on the reality check a couple of weeks ago that every single person uh, that comes from North Korea basically has a whole platoon of bodyguards surrounding them, so they can't, they can't even go to the bathroom alone. Yeah, this the, the large entourage that North Korea sent down is part of the entourage is a security force, that, and they, they have a... You know, a nice name for them, but they're yeah. they're basically watching everyone, including going to the bathroom. I think if we're going to see anything, we'll see it later this week when the events end. That would might be a time when someone might try to hang back and say, "I don't want to go back." If yeah. someone's going to do it, or but. just you know start running when everybody's walking toward the bus, just book it, just book it, bolt. It's possible. Yeah, it's all possible. I would. Wow, so much opportunity. Well, I hate to hear that. That's what's going on with them. All right, there you go. The Monday reality check, 2018. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited today, you guys. Uh, because my wife is here, uh, kind of special guest co-hosting. The Mouth from the South is in the studio. And I'm like, well, since you're here, you want to you wanna read some gossip? And she's like, oh, my gosh, well, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is a treat. Yeah. So uh, what you got for us today? Go ahead. Throw it at us. Bethany doing the Fitz Files. Well, uh, McDonald's is trending right now. For good what? news. Good news, Tanner. The Szechuan sauce is back. What? Yes! yes! Rick, you did it! Yes! Rick and Morty, right? <laughs> Rick and Morty did this. They were responsible, and now we can have the sauce. Wait a second. How are they responsible? Because they did a whole episode about the Szechuan sauce yes. and how people loved it, and they took it away. And they froze it. Yeah. And after they did it, McDonald's sent a, like a jug of it to the producers of the show. But they made a big deal out of it. And now it's back. And now it's back. That is, and it's now, kind of like it's a running also theme trending. throughout the show, right? It's yeah. Like that. Right. They're always looking it, for the missing Szechuan sauce. In fact, Szechuan yeah, sauce. one whole season was all about it. It kept coming up. And then the final <laughs> episode of that season, he finally he got it. Yes. All right. So um, moving on to the good. So uh, Jennifer Lopez tipped $5,500 on a $7,500 bill. Wow. For what, 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 did, what was the bill for? Uh, she went to a candy store with her kids. <laughs> She spent seven thousand five hundred dollars. I'm in a not candy really. Store. That has to be a lot of candy. Can she be my mom? Yeah. It was. Jeez. I think it was their birthday. And you know she what? She's gonna spend seventy five thousand at the dentist after this. <laughs> yeah. It's You're a- gonna see that little old guy following uh, Jennifer Lopez, warning her about diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Wilfred Brimley. Wilfred Brimley is gonna track J Lo down because that is too much sugar for kids. All right. So she spent seven thousand five hundred. Yes. And she tipped how much? Fifty five hundred. That's wow. awesome. I mean, that's great, but. It- that's I mean, healthy. What, did somebody like get a ladder and help her g- get the candy on <laughs> the top Have you ever shelf? seen the candy factory? They the, definitely had was, to get a ladder. It, no, it was, it's called the sugar factory. Or sugar factory. The sugar factory. I want Dang. I want yeah. seven thousand dollars. How can you worth spend that much money on candy? Hopefully, she donated a bunch of it to like you know kids. That's possible. Yeah, I hope so. Something. All right, uh, what you got for the bad? Lisa Marie Presley. She's not doing so hot. You know, financially, y'all have been talking about. <laughs> 
she is $16 million in the hole. Oh. How is that possible when your Elvis's daughter I, and, and, and the Elvis estate brings in millions and millions, millions and millions yes. of dollars every single year? Every single year, the Elvis estate is one of the highest paid estates of a deceased performer. Mm-hmm. Every I year. I believe it. Like does, top five. And doesn't every penny of that go to Lisa Marie? I don't, I don't know. Actually. I would don't think know. a big portion of it would. Um, I'm not really sure, actually, uh, w- what the arrangements are. I know that Priscilla is the person that took over the home and, mm-hmm. and the, the the actual estate whenever mm-hmm. um, whenever he had passed. And she sold it, and she's the one who made it into the museum-ish, the Graceland right. yeah. it is today. Do you remember when uh, you and I met Lisa Marie Presley? Yes. I got to interview her. She was really cool, you guys. Cool. Very nice. She was really cool, really down to earth. All right, uh, what you got for the gossip? Well... I'm not sure how this happens, but Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase got kicked in the shoulder. How do you get? Oh my God. How do you get kicked in the shoulder? Kung Fu stuff. Why did Chevy Chase get kicked in the shoulder? What I happened? I don't know, but it sounds like he got in a. I mean, it's like a. It's it was like a, a road fight rage with, incident. <laughs> Please tell us what happened. I was, I was thinking it was maybe Chuck Norris or something. Um, but yeah, it was a road rage incident in New York earlier this month, and the other driver was cited, but he claims that. Uh, Chevy Chase is the person that started the fight. <laughs> I get so mad, I'm gonna kick an old dude in the shoulder. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in the shoulder. Can you imagine telling, telling your neighbor, dude, I kicked Chevy Chase in the shoulder today? <laughs> I'm Bethany, the mouth from the south. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. And that's my wife. Fitz happens live. live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday, February 26, 2018. Uh, let's see what's going on today. Oh, look at the celebrity birthdays. Michael Bolton today turned 65. Means he's got his AARP card and everything, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> he's had it for a while. <laughs> now, Drew, a couple minutes ago, you were just kind of going off on Michael Bolton's hair. You were angry at him for it. Yeah, I said probably the greatest set of pipes attached to the worst hairdo in the history of music. Aww. But when he got his hair cut, all was good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that before when he was doing the yeah. really long mullet with yeah. the bald on top, terrible look. How dare you say that about <laughs> That's my... That's not very nice. Say that to his face, Drew. Have you guys heard his uh, his Game of Thrones song? It's one then of my favorites. Check this out. This is Michael Bolton doing Game of Thrones. Our love burned like wildfire until you blew it out. Now my watch is ended. The kingdoms are in doubt. Oh. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Okay, so Drew, give me a Game of Thrones update. I'm, I'm, I'm all excited now. The latest word was that we'll see new episodes April 2019. Dang. What? Yeah, year plus. Yeah, we, we got a while. I saw, um, who's the brunette on Game of Thrones? Lena Headey? Lena was on uh, Kimmel the other night, and she was saying, yeah, she's like, we have so much more shooting to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Endless. I'm excited. She's, yeah. Um, all right. Johnny Cash, you guys, was born on this day in 1932. Go comb your hair. Hi, Jackson. See if I can. Yeah. Um... 67 years ago, on this day in 1951, the 22nd Amendment to the Constitution was ratified, limiting a president to two terms in office. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, President Trump? 
I fully understand. Yeah, yeah. How's everything going, by the way, sir? I love my life. I have a wonderful family. Did you have a great weekend? And yes. And it only makes common sense. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's our uh, special guest, Button Bar Trump. All right. Love that. Uh, This day in 1988, the amazing Rick Ashley album, Whenever You Need Somebody featuring Never Gonna Give You Up, went gold. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you, never gonna make you And it lives on, and it lives on. To this day, I see it on Reddit every single day. Do you know, um, God, LeBron was playing somebody the other night. I think they were playing the Oklahoma City Thunder, and whenever LeBron's team was coming out, that was the song they were playing. And they rickrolled the stadium. They, yeah, they completely rickrolled them. Just That's awesome. Blowing them out of the stadium <laughs> for their warm-up. <laughs> All right, and finally, y'all, we're going to wrap it up. This day in 2001, the Toby Keith album, How Do You Like Me Now? Uh, it actually went platinum. How do you like me now? Fitz happens live. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Happy Monday, you guys. Everybody doing good today? Thank you so much for being here. Um, I just want to thank you for, for, for being here and relying on the news that did not make the news. Mm-hmm. Number one source for news that did not make the news. That's right. Right here. Hang on, my dog's barking. Susie! Susie! Yes, I brought my Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, to the studios today. I love her. Yeah, she's sweet. She's our yeah. little, she's our studio mascot. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So back to the news that didn't make the news. I'm going to take you out of Pennsylvania, home of the Whopper. A 22-year-old in Pennsylvania called 911 last Friday when she got the wrong order at Burger King. And then she started threatening people. <gasps> she called 911 on herself? Uh, uh, no, because they got her order wrong. Uh, cops got there. They restrained her. And apparently when they ran a background check, they also found that she uh, robbed a couple of banks. <laughs> wow. You just had to complain See, over the burger, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. See, when you have a warrant out for your arrest, you should yeah. never... Contact the police for, for, yeah. for burglary. Yeah. Well, I robbed some banks, but they forgot about that already. Yeah. I mean, she's probably on the FBI's most wanted list. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was ticked about but, that order because yeah. normally you call the cops. Yeah, best response time, couple minutes. Yeah. She was still there yelling. Burger, she didn't split. The Burger King is good. Yeah. I mean, it's worth mm, it. Home of the Whopper. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of Omaha, Nebraska, think of the children. Last Tuesday night, a kid's father and stepfather both showed up for his kindergarten play. Oh, man. Right. Can you imagine? Uh-oh. You feel that? Oh, no. Old I know. Dad, I, new dad. Yeah. So anyway, during the play, uh, for some reason, they started yelling at each other and cussing each other out. <laughs> of course they did, because that's what they should be paying attention to is each other, right. not the play. This is while the play was going on, you guys. <laughs> There's and a then, new sheriff in town. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it became like MMA. Dad and stepdad <gasps> yeah! just start going at it. Uh, just beating the yes. crap out of each other. Two off-duty cops had to break up the fight. 
One of the dads got tased. <laughs> now this is a see, children's play that I want to see. Yeah. But see, that scars them for life. That these kids will remember that traumatic event <laughs> Sorry, for the rest of their life. Like, yeah, but to the adults in the audience, best kids yeah. program they've ever been to. <laughs> Hey, Timmy, remember your stepdad beat up your dad? That's a memory that'll last a lifetime. (laughs) Probably the grandparents were like, oh, is this part of the play? (laughs) Good choreography. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, let's go. Fitz happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Hey, to kick off um, some good stuff today, I'm going to talk about basketball. I don't know if y'all know this. Yeah, I, I could hoop. Yeah. I could hoop it up. I, I bet you could ball. Well, it has nothing to do with, with height or anything like that. Well, it has a little bit to do with I height. I think it has a lot. It's pure athleticism. That's right, Tanner. Uh, yeah. Tanner, no, right, I tried Tanner. to pl- me. I tried to play basketball against Fitz before, and he broke my ankles like six times. See? It's all about the crossover. Just because I'm six foot seven doesn't mean that I, you're naturally a great ba- uh, good basketball player. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it gives, I you, hoop. Uh, it gives you a head up. Well, or uh, yeah, that's an advantage. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't give you an advantage when you shoot the ball. It doesn't give you an advantage when you're trying to shoot a three pointer. When you're six foot seven, dude, trying to take it up the court like a point guard, your height does not give you an advantage. If anything, when I was in Bowie High School and the six foot seven guy got the rebound and tried to take it up the court, I was taken out of the game. Why? Because I was told that the six foot seven guy shouldn't get the rebound and try to take it up the court. Do you believe that? That's mm-hmm. sad. And I was a I was a tall guy who liked to, I liked to shoot the three. I mean, I did. I like, I like to, you know, get the rebound and take it up the court and do that stuff. And then, sorry, am I? This is therapy. I'd sorry. like to talk to this Bowie coach and tell him what he did to you. Yeah, you have brought this up on numerous occasions. And I'm occasions. tired of listening to it. <laughs> this like, really these scarred Bowie you, Bowie Jackrabbits. I'm done. <laughs> let's just That's say, stuff right there. let's just say that we. I, I don't think we were given the freedom to play like we could play. Mm-hmm. So I never thought it was fair that. Sorry. I know I'm turning the good stuff. <laughs> They're playing you off. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the Grammys. Yeah, I just got played off my own show. <laughs> You're welcome. But can I continue my therapy? Yeah. All I'm saying is. <laughs> all I'm saying is, you know. When you're up there hooping like on Saturday and Sunday and all that stuff and in summer league and all that stuff, playing a certain way, and then you get in trouble if you play that way in the game, that is not fair. And anyway. Why does this have anything to do with the good stuff? Because I was going to tell you a basketball story. Not to the good stuff. Two coaches in Louisville, Kentucky, David Wright Jr. and Julio Anthony, they combined their passion for basketball with their desire to help the less fortunate by organizing this really amazing basic basketball camp. And their Kentucky Ambition Clinic invited kids to learn the fundamentals of basketball and the importance of helping each other. And these kids weren't charged any money to attend, but instead they were encouraged to bring gently worn shoes for the less fortunate. And the event resulted in 150 pairs of shoes being collected. Uh, those shoes are now going to be delivered to 150 families who will absolutely appreciate the shoes, especially since, you know what? I, I think any time warm shoes or shoes are in high demand. Yes. Mm-hmm. and um, Shoes wear out so quickly. And if you don't have the money to replace them, that can be a tough spot. And it's so sad, too, how, how uh, important children consider shoes is like, 
you know, what they represent. Like, kids feel bad if they don't have shoes when they yes. go to school or if they don't have the, the, the right shoe. And I, I, I know it's crazy, you guys, but there's a lot of pressure on kids. There's a lot of it's ridiculous a, peer pressure. It's a really big deal. I remember yeah, I wore... Yeah, kids need shoes. I remember I wore cheap shoes to... Uh, junior high basketball practice one time and I got made fun of for the rest of the season. Yeah. Just It's those weird little things that kids will harp on and it means a lot to them. So maybe wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, maybe listening on the app, if you've got some extra shoes laying around your house, maybe go donate them, right? Yeah. So, somebody could use them and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. The one and only. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Kind of just makes you want to grab some glow sticks, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Start. <laughs> Hands up in the air like you just don't care. Glow sticks high. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea what I just said. I was just pretending I was in an adult rave. Mm-hmm. Do you know that I used to tell my kids a long time ago that I, uh, my wife and I, would get, they're like, so what are you guys going on your date night tonight? My wife and I would say, we're going to a rave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't my, wait up. I, I've been my to kid, a few raves. Have you really? Yeah. Not my, not my cup of tea. My kids would freak out. <clears throat> and I would just say, yeah, you know, uh, we're going to go buy some glow sticks first. And then obviously we're going to be raving all night long. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be here when you wake up. Don't we, worry. We've got our tutus and fishnet sleeves in the car. Yeah. They believe that for the longest time. <laughs> so what is a rave like? A rave? Well. No. A rave. It, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are roughly around my age. Uh, there's not a lot of clothing. Okay. So Tanner the Millennial, you're 21 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not a lot of clothing happening. And there's a lot of people who are under the influence of okay. di- different variations of and, things. And, and, and why? And it's the lights are really crazy and I think it's illegal how crazy the lights are and there'll be a DJ up there with a screen behind him playing these weird and crazy videos and uh, people it looks like this weird interpretive dance I don't really know what everyone okay, just so kind of does their own thing what since, is this? since I got five babies um, the ages of these people uh, I would say 17 to 25 huh so probably a, lo- a lot of moms and dads, kids are probably you know at this at this thing. Right. I'd say so. Okay. Yeah, is that still a thing? How could parents find out if their kids are going to raves? Honestly, what would you say to them? Well, like what they would say to their kids. Like or- no, no, no. Like what what should parents look for to find out? If their kids might be like, how, how do you guys organize it? Do, and where do you, do you guys, hold these you, raves? Do you organize this stuff on social media? Yeah, I, I mean, I have a whole group of friends that I used to go to raves with. That we have a f- private Facebook page that we communicate with each other. Whenever on. you guys go to that Facebook page, does this happen? Something like that, yeah. But a lot of, g- I mean, you can look at what your kid has in their drawers if you see, you know, fish nets and tutus and what things what? called pasties. Why? Fishnets and tutus? There's like a certain dress code when you go to raves, and you can find those little beads. Uh, they have like wristbands with beads. Yeah, what do those mean? I've seen those before in pictures. Why, why do they wear the uh, beads? It's called plur. It's peace, love, unity, and respect, and you trade beads with everybody All within right. that culture. Let me, let me just what? hang on real quick. Wherever you are right now, hang on, just pause for a second. Okay. got to simmer this down. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Are y'all hearing this? This crap is going on right in front of right in front of our faces, and they're all doing this on social media. We're learning something so valuable right now from twenty one year old Tanner the millennial. And by the way, all the millennials are going to hate you. By the way, but go ahead, tell us more. 
Do you want to learn about peace, love, unity, and respect with the beads? Well, I just want to know. Well, yeah. Okay. So you go up to someone and someone that you're kind of just vibing with, either as someone in your group or someone just random, and you go up to them and you do like half a heart, and then they come back at you with a half of heart. You do the heart. And then you switch and, your hands over, and then you take a bead from right. your wrist, and they take a bead from their wrist, and you trade. Uh, and, and at what point do you, you know, go and buy your Tide Pods? That's afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I, I really just, can't I, believe what I'm I hearing. I honestly can't either. It's our culture. Well, why? Not every millennial's culture, but it's the rave culture. Whatever happened, That's you, what you know what we did? We had a pasture party. We go out in somebody's land and... You know, light an awesome fire and man, crank up the music. And drink yeah. a few beers. And, and you guys are talking about fishnets down. and ballerina shoes. And I mean, come on. What's wrong with that? We party <laughs> in our own way. This is The Fitz Show. With Fitz. Yes, I have five kids. I mean, does it matter how old I was when I started? Jenna. Yogurt is a great probiotic. Drew. Yes, I cut off the small toe. It was an accident, but they sewed it back on. And Tanner the Millennial. Skinny jeans forever. I will fight for them. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Happy Monday. I really hope you had a fantastic weekend. A fantastic weekend. I hope your weekend was huge. It was fantastic. I hope it was like the best weekend of all weekends and and all the weekends. It's a really terrific, terrific weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So welcome to the show, you guys. There's Drew, Tanner the Millennial. There's Jenna, my head of security. I was shocked to find out that, um, you know, Dr. Pimple Popper from Who's Famous on YouTube. And she's famous on YouTube for just, you know, popping pimples. Popping giant zits. They're so cool to watch. Isn't that amazing how, how fascinated we are with watching Do- Dr. Pimple Popper? So yeah. fascinating, in fact, that she is basically coming out with her own brand new TV show? She already has her own TV show, on believe it or not, on TLC. I don't even know what that stands for. I don't watch TV that often. But the Learning Channel? Isn't it? Come on, it's TLC. Anyway. Anyway, so she has her own show where she basically, you know, talks and interviews patients about what weird growths and cysts and zits they have. And, and, and she do they show it. this on TV? She, they're, 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 yeah. Just like they show it yeah. on YouTube? Yes. Cool. Unbelievable. So think about this. Like, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, maybe listening on the app, if they were to, to create a TV show about you and some little weird hobby or quirk that you have, what would it be? Like, like, uh, Drew, I'm going to kick it off with you. Like, okay. Dr. Pimple Popper pops pimples because well, she loves doing that. What, what would your TV show be about? I'm a, I'm a fix-it guy. I'm, I'm okay. very good at fixing things, repairing things, finding a way to fix things. So maybe it would be like a version of Antiques Roadshow where people challenge me by bringing me something that's broken, and I have to figure out how to fix it. Wow, that's a really great idea. I love that idea. It's kind of my actual life because people are always bringing me things. I always have to fix everything for people. (laughs) It's actually such a great idea that I can't believe you even said it on the air. Yeah. TM. TM. (laughs) Trademark. I don't think that's how it works. No. (laughs) I called it. (laughs) Dibs. No, that really is a fascinating idea. So you got something broke. See if this – is there anything he can't fix? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. All right, Tanner the Millennial, what about you? I would like to create a reality show based around millennials who are couch surfers. For the past couple of years, I've been surfing on people's couches. I've been living at my mom's house. Don't they have that? It's called the real world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Watch their personal relationships corrode as they sleep on people's couches. So I would really love a camera crew just to follow me around. I go to people's homes around, you know, the United States and sleep on their couches. They would hate that, having you and a camera crew stuffed in their house. (laughs) 
Yes. I would love to hear from you again at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. What would your show be about? What would, give us your pitch. Um, for me, man, I, I would want my show to be about the ultimate quest for relaxation. I would go all around the world, spas, and like try weird little therapies. I want to work on your show. Yeah. How are you going to relax with a camera crew? Oh, believe me, I can. All right. Wouldn't be the first time. All right, hey, what's up, Jenna? My head of security. What would your show be about? Okay, honestly. Chickens, I bet. Chickens. Mine would be the farming. quest for the best tasting honey because I'm addicted to honey and I'd want to see where the best honey comes from because I eat it all the time. She is, she's like a living Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you, should, you should call it like American Honey. Trademark TM, I got it. <laughs> Happens live. That's right, everybody. What's up? It's Fitz. Standing by. Um, I want to talk about the flu for a second, if you don't mind. Okay. I mean, we're coming off a weekend. I still kind of got the funk. My family's had the funk, I swear, for at least like the past five or six months, it seems like. But I'm really hearing that st- that consistent story everywhere. I mean, I mean, the flu is it's like one of the worst we've been hit with for. Hundreds of years. Yeah. Well, they're saying it's definitely the worst flu season in over 10 years. No kidding. Yeah. It even got Drew, who never gets sick. Mm-hmm. It even, even got, got you. Me. Yeah, it did. So um, these are a couple of myths about the flu that you should absolutely just stop believing. Okay. And I'm sure that we're going to get a lot of complaints about pe- you know, the, the flu shots, the porters versus the anti-flu shot people. It, it's, it's not about that. We're just trying to honestly- Help you out. Kind of throw out some stuff that, hey- you want to take it, mm-hmm. marinate with it, let it soak in. You can. If you don't want it, then just whoosh, reflect it back mm-hmm. at someone else. Boom. There you go. <clears throat> just like that, too. Right? First of all, <laughs> you ever walk around kind of imagining if people have little force fields? Wouldn't that be cool if we had little force fields? That I would you know, love to have a little force field. You could pay like an extra amount of cash to get your own little force field that's not going to get you sick. Mm-hmm. That'd I'd, be great. Why don't we have that yet? I don't know. Someone's because, probably developing right yeah, now as we yeah. speak. I'd Science. be like, "Excuse me, are you are you sick?" Yes. Back off! <laughs> Force field go. <laughs> well, if you could talk like that, I would run away. <laughs> All right. So, uh, one myth about the flu, you guys. Myth number one: the flu isn't a serious illness. Yes, it is. Last year, thirty-four million Americans got the flu. Seven hundred ten thousand were hospitalized. Fifty-six thousand died. Yeah, and in fact, historically, there have been flu epidemics that have wiped out massive numbers of of people. In fact, right. like the Spanish flu wiped out a fifth of the world's population at the turn of the last century. No kidding. Yeah. Thank you. I said that to somebody the other day over over flu shot debates, and I'm sorry, but yes, thank you. I'm still amazed at the amount of people. I mean, who have these flu shot debates mm-hmm. i mean what it's like separating households like our our, our last political campaign season mm-hmm. the flu uh, season is tearing us apart it's tearing <laughs> us apart because of the flu <laughs> uh, all right myth number two a healthy lifestyle will protect you against the flu well it's not gonna hurt but it might not be as big of a help as you think because washing your hands and eating are very important, but you cannot completely stop an airborne virus at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I'm hearing that, like next year, the uh, the sniffy 
Vaccines are coming oh, back for the yeah, kids. Oh yeah, where they're oh, do- really? I saw that. They're approved too. again. That's the live virus when they used to sniff it in their nose, and the only thing that can be scary about that is that um, people that have they can get it easier, maybe. Yeah, they can get it easier that have like d- bad immune systems. Which, you know, let's go to myth number three. Uh, flu shots can give you the flu. It doesn't matter if it happened to your best friend's cousin's dog's groomer. Mm-hmm. It's not possible to catch the flu from the flu shot. I repeat. It is not possible to catch the flu from the flu shot. Yeah, what is in the flu shot is an inert version of that flu, that mm-hmm. virus. And so having it be inert means it's already dead, but your body can still pattern a response to it. And All that right. virus can slightly change in just a very, very Ooh. slight way, and you Ooh. can get that funk. Just a slightly different funk. Nasty in the Petri dish. What? <laughs> Good guy. Nasty funk in the Petri, Petri. dish. What? Good God. Nasty funk in the Petri dish. What? What? I got the flu. Uh, Uh. Jump back. Go kiss myself. Well, don't because you have the flu. (laughs) The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Everybody doing good today? Happy Monday to everybody. Happy Monday. Happy, Happy Monday. Monday. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. You would not believe what 80s celebrity or which 80s celebrity got kicked in the shoulder during a road rage incident. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you serious? I got the details on the way. Drew, standing by with the Monday reality check. Several major U.S. corporations are receiving a lot of pressure from customers and constituents to break ties with the NRA. This, of course, is continuing fallout and social change coming from uh, the last mass shooting that happened just a couple of weeks ago. Um, Right now, we're seeing that uh, First National Bank of Omaha has announced they will be canceling a partnership they had on a credit card with the NRA that gave cash back for members. And uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Car has also announced that they will cancel a program that gave discounts to NRA members. So we'll keep an eye on this situation as it develops. There was a scary situation at the White House on Friday morning. What? Are you talking about the crazy lady in the minivan? Yeah. So a lady in a minivan tried to run the barricades, tried to ram the barricades. Now, of course, those things are meant to stand up to, like, big trucks and vehicles. So it stopped her minivan cold. And she stood on the gas and peeled out, tires squealing, trying to run through them. Her truck didn't move. She was apprehended. No shots were fired. No one was hurt, but she is in custody. We'll probably hear more about her in the future. There's nothing scarier than a mad mom in a minivan. Yeah. You don't want to mess with those people. Dang. They will jack you up and throw chicken nuggets at your face. I was impressed, though, that uh, how how quickly sort of the uh, security reacted. Yeah, and they did it well because no yeah. shots fired. Everything was handled okay. calmly and, and, and right way. Uh, there was a scary incident for passengers on a United Airlines flight last week. The flight was going from Houston to Minneapolis, and due to all the terrible weather, it was diverted not once but twice. So originally it was sent to, uh, gosh, I think it was uh, Madison. Then they got it back in the air trying to get there. They ended up being diverted again to Green Bay when the plane hit Green Bay, it skidded off the runway. Oh the pilot was doing full brakes, full reversers. It ended about 100 to 150 feet off the runway, but luckily, no one was injured. It just took them a couple hours to get everyone out of the plane. And you know scary. In, in that horrible weather, I mean, at that point, you, you just gotta you know show love to the pilot and say yeah. thank you for getting it on the ground. People yeah. are saying wow. that the pilot was really apologetic. He's thankful for everyone for, for sticking it out, and he was very apologetic for the shakeup uh, yeah. you know, over the intercom. So that's kind of cool. That's a lot of pressure. You, yeah. ever, you ever see those planes coming down with a crazy wind shear? You ever watch oh, that on YouTube? Yeah. yeah. Kitchen and 
Right, and then, and then you throttle up, and I mean, the pilots are amazing. It yeah. really is yeah. an amazing skill that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who knew the dog food business was so good? General Mills just completed a purchase of Blue Buffalo Pet Foods Corporation or Pet Products Corporation. How much money you think? Eight billion dollars. That's a lot of dog food and cat food. We should have uh, Tanner the Millennial do a little taste test. Yeah, we should. <laughs> oh no, Tanner, which is it, Puppy Chow or Alpo? Salpo. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. You got a real quick another yeah. kind of a business move. Uber yeah. is set to take on buses now. I know they're pretty much picking apart the taxi services around the country, but now they've got a product called Express Pool Service. It sends like a van around, so multiple people will be riding in it. Wow. They plot a little route, pick you up on your way, wow. drop you off where you're going. It's supposed to be. Just way more convenient than a bus and, and a better ride. All right, there you go. That's the Monday reality check. Now, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, my wife brought us some cookies and coffee. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I figured let's just let her read some uh, s- some gossip. Let's let her read. Well, she's, she's better at it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, she's a burn. lot. Uh, she's a lot better at it. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. Thank you for being here. What, what's going on? Well, Brendan Fraser. Just in case you were wondering, mm-hmm. he left Hollywood years ago, and it was because he was groped by the former president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, well, or at least he's saying so. You know, I also read this article. I just article. thought it was because his movie career was like in. Like over toilet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, I just uh, this is so weird. Yesterday, true story. I read a GQ article with Brendan Fraser and why he also quit acting. Apparently, he says his body was falling apart. Mm-hmm. He had like wow. twelve surgeries. You know, his body wasn't the same. Uh, he was going through a divorce. He 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 just felt like this He's going intense pressure. Going through a pressure. tough time. Going through a really really tough wow. time. Wow. Now I feel bad. Yeah, you should feel bad. And then, and, and but listen, check <laughs> it out. And, and so now social media destroyed him because they 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 showed this before photo of Brendan Fraser. And this I remember after, that. And, and this had, photo where he is right now, and people are like, oh my god, what happened to Brendan Fraser? Yeah, it was horrible. He put on a bunch of weight, and his hair was real thin or gone. They're just like, oh my god. They said he got old. Well, you know what. People, people are allowed old. to get old. Yeah. Welcome to reality. Yeah, yeah it's reality. He said, he said the phone literally quit ringing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, so I hope you feel horrible now, Welcome to womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Women in Hollywood deal with it every day, Buster. I'm sure they do. <laughs> they I, do. I, not just Hollywood. I mean, Once your looks right? go, I mean, that, and especially if you were known for yeah. your looks, uh-huh. that women have to have dealt with that their entire yeah. lives, which is why women still go under the knife so often to try to correct... Uh, and they're scared of, of aging. Mm-hmm. You know, they they will always. Anyway, we're getting off on a whole other issue right well, now. Well, while we're on it, do you want to recommend a good moisturizer for for people? <laughs> I need one. Let's see, I use a special kind. For, all I know is, look, if you're going to use a moisturizer, then you need to, which everyone should use a moisturizer, a facial yeah. moisturizer. Even dudes, you hear that, fellas? Make sure it Even has you. an SPF in it. Uh-huh. Always make sure it has an SPF in it. That's the biggest thing. All right, that's for the sun, right? Yep. Okay, Even good. if it's overcast. Wear that SPF. All right. We have some good and bad and gossip to get to. We're talking about J-Lo, you know, and she um, she is a good tipper. Let me tell you. $7,500 she spent at the Sugar Factory. The Sugar Factory. 
And, oh, uh, give me some sugar. In Vegas for her kids. Uh-huh. It was, I think it was their Why birthday. Why did she spend seven thousand? Uh, I don't know. Close I mean, to eight thousand dollars at the candy store. Must what be some really buy? good candy. Hopefully, yeah. she was like hooking some kids up with party favors. You know, yeah. some some really cool sugary treats. How much did she tip them? She tipped them five thousand five hundred dollars. Nice. That's almost as much as they the better take her bags to the Very car. Very nice. <laughs> now let's go to the bad. Lisa Marie Presley. She is like sixty million in the red, right? Yeah. Oh. And. Um, Basically, now they're saying that she's suing some folks. This Barry Siegel guy. Uh, she, their manager, right? Oh, manager's taking so. money. Yeah, and okay. it was a twenty-four and a half million dollar investment. Yeah, that she's he still got messed da- around with her on. And- she's still got daddy's money though. She's still got Graceland money coming to her. She's you know, all right. Like, maybe there's a little bit of a curse to the Presley family that way because I know there's a lot of people that say that Elvis was taken advantage of a lot. Like Colonel Tom Parker used up a lot right. of Elvis's money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now to the gossip. Chevy Chase got kicked in the shoulder. <laughs> Kick him in the shoulder. Now, who kicked Chevy Chase? Uh, Why was Chuck Norris? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> it was a road rage incident in yeah. New York earlier this month. Is Chevy know. Chase okay? <laughs> I think he is. Okay, thank God. He's got a sore one. It happens live. Go rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And we are the show that does the troop salute. And I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And uh, you know what? That weekend was given to you by the proud men and women who serve our nation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're saluting Private First Class Tucker Leland of the United States Army. And uh, this salute was actually brought to us by Tucker's mother, Angie Stokes Fitch. What's up, Angie? Thank you so much for listening. Private First Class Leland joined the United States Army just six months after graduating high school. And Tucker is originally from Evanston, Wyoming. And at 20 years old, he's the oldest brother to four siblings who adore him. And they look up to him so much. He initially went to college to wrestle, but he decided that he had a bigger calling in life. And check this out. This kid gave up baseball, wrestling, and football to serve our nation. That's his calling. Yeah, it is. Leland completed his basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia, where he scored expert in markmanship. That wow. means mm-hmm. he can shoot. That yeah. means he can shoot. Yeah. He's now stationed at Schofield Barracks in Hawaii with the 25th Infantry Division. And Private First Class Leland's mother tells me that she could not be more proud of her son and soldier. Oh, And you know what? So We're proud of him, too. Uh, thank you so much for your service. Wherever you are right now. If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, just send me a message on Facebook. 
Facebook.com slash follow fits. What are we looking for? Uh, of course, their name, their rank, uh, what branch they're in, when they've served, either if they're going in or they've been in or are already out. It doesn't matter what they did in the military, maybe their job, uh, stories from the military, achievements, things like that. Give us the nugget. Don't you forget about those nuggets. <laughs> like personal stuff about them, what they love, their animals, their family, their, their children, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash follow fits. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, the Fit Show's world famous "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories of the day. Thank you so much, my embedded "What Are You Kidding Me?" correspondents who send me daily "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories. You know, you can just message me too. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, my my inbox was filled over the weekend. Filled. With what are you kidding me stories? To I'm going to take brim? huh to the brim. Oh, so uh, overflow. Wow, guess it's it was a lot one of those weekends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to uh, begin with a story out of England. Hello, hello. So much material out of England lately. I guess it's because Meghan Markle moved over there. That's right. True that. Merkel. Yeah, yeah. Brought Mar- that American crazy with her. Yeah, the Markle's there. What's up, Markle? But anyway, uh, out of England, two good excuses. Earlier this week, police in England pulled over a woman for not wearing her seatbelt, and she gave them a, a, I don't know, you tell me if it's a good excuse. She said, quote, it hurts my boobs. Oh, I've been there, sister pants. Um, and, and I, I don't know exactly on the size of this woman, but um, her excuse apparently worked because she got off with just a warning. Drew's been there, too. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the police don't even question this. Hey, Drew, is that the reason you don't buckle up? (laughs) No, that's a different reason. (laughs) You got me. Sorry, Drew. Hey, is there any guy listening who's actually used that excuse, I can't buckle up because of my boobs? (laughs) My man boobs, my movies, right? Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's insane. Takes a special kind of man. Yes, it does. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of Georgia. Drama at the Waffle House. Again? Again. Really? Yeah, yeah. Last Wednesday, a woman walked into a Waffle House in complete company Waffle House uniform. And she told the staff that she was an area manager and said she needed to do an inspection. She walks around the bathroom. She walked around the kitchen, opened the register, took $100 and left. <laughs> That's kind of genius. That is so smart. The head office wants me to inspect this bill. Take it, take it to headquarters. It's urgent. Yes. yes. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. Break it up, son. Break out the rally. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Hey, what's up? Send me a, uh, uh, an Insta snap right now on my Instagram. Just search two words. Follow Fitz. F-I-T-Z. Two words. Follow Fitz. While you're there, uh, please click follow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can follow. Follow Fitz. You're really loving Instagram right now, right? I love and adore Instagram. I yep. love their stories feature. You get little teeny tiny snippets of teeny people's tiny. lives. Uh, So Drew is here today, Tanner the Millennial, Jen and my head of security, and it's weird, you know, as as years go on and as months go by, isn't it weird sometimes we find ourselves hearing about friends that we grew up with or went to school with, you know, getting illnesses Mm -hmm. or 
or you know even even dying and uh-huh. my buddy drew over here just found out he lost one of his buddies a couple of days ago one of your marine buddies right yeah uh i just lost a friend of mine um hamilton we called him hambone uh but why'd you na- call him hambone just a fun nickname hambone yeah just you just got to work with what you got. His name's Hamilton, so <laughs> Hambone was the fit. Yeah. Uh, but his name was Terry Hamilton. Just a really cool guy. I served with him for a number of years. He and I were really close. And even after the service, we lived fairly close. So we hung out for years. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. He was a really solid dude. What uh, kind of cancer did he have? He, You know, I don't actually know the type, but I do know that by the time he found out about it, by the time he actually went in... Uh, to seek some sort of treatment it was throughout it was in a bunch of his different organs and they had to take really radical steps and there was actually a point where it looked like he was recovering i mean i think he actually went back to work at one point a few months ago you know you were saying that you were you know pretty inspired by a lot of his social media posts because you felt like he was so positive when it was really going to you know be Beat yeah, thing, right? He always would get on there and post hey you know it may not have been the best day here's what happened but you know what i'm here i'm i'm doing this i'm looking forward to that always had a very upbeat positive outlook a lot of that i think was probably for himself but he also had a wife and daughter i mean he's been with the same woman for 20 years and uh, i feel really terrible for them and their loss uh but just you know what though you know what i'm I'm going back to um stuart scott remember him from espn you know yeah stuart scott passed away from cancer but you know, he had a, a brilliant quote. He said, cancer didn't beat me. I fought cancer all the way to the very, very yeah. end. And so this guy is, is, is your your buddy, and you're telling me about all of his social media posts and how he, he tried to you know just keep it positive and fight for everyone else, including himself. Mm-hmm. That makes me respect the dude a lot. Yeah. You know, it's a, you know, a fight till the end. absolutely worthy of respect. And you know what? I, I have to also respect his wife. She wrote – I found out about it on Facebook. She wrote a beautiful post about it, and it was very eloquent and um, – you know, just talking about her feelings and what was going on. And she said something in there that um, really hit home to me at the end of it. She said, you never know when the people who are close to you are going to be gone. So go hug that loved one, you know, reach out to someone. And because of that, I reached out to another friend, one of my closest lifelong friends who has cancer. And he's had leukemia for years. I was with him during his initial fight and he's in remission, but I just called him out of the blue. and I said, I'm just glad you're here, buddy. Yeah. It's the, the C word is a word that affects every single one of us. It's affected all of us. And, and, and Jenna, you you say it best when you say when somebody gets cancer in the family, it's not just the individual who gets cancer. The the family gets cancer. Everybody don't they? gets cancer. Everybody it affects learns. everybody. The community, your friends, your family, everybody, everybody is affected. Whether they the their survivor or they pass away, you forever or watch. They're, their or they're journey. taking care of the individual. Yeah, everybody's affected. And if you're going through that battle right now or you know someone who is, we're thinking about you. All right? Seriously. Um, keep up the fight. Fight every day. Just like Stuart Scott says. Fitz Happens Live. Now, back to more Fitz. Fitz it Happens Live. 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 Mm, why don't you make Monday a fun day? <laughs> Drew, you're crazy. Drew, you're so crazy. Drew, you are so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Dirty Drew. Dirty Drew. Welcome to the show, you guys. Happy Monday. My name is Fitz. Thank you so much uh, for listening. I know you got a lot of stuff going on. I know you got a bunch of options, a bunch of buttons, a bunch of apps, all that good stuff. But the fact that you spend time with us, um, I really do appreciate it. And uh, let me introduce you to my friends and family. There's Drew, Tanner the Millennial, Jen in my head of security, and 
We're about to play the wrong game. Oh no! Oh no! I can't believe this is this is the reaction I this get. This one with the stresses wrong game. me out. It stresses so everybody much. out. This is probably the game I am the worst at. It's hard. You'll be amazed at the amount of messages I get on social media. People saying, "Oh my God, Fitz, when you guys do the wrong game, I like I go into panic." <laughs> because and you could play along with us right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Basically, you just have to get everything wrong. I'm going to ask you a question, and you must get it wrong. Mm-hmm. If you get it right, you lose. If mm-hmm. you even come close to getting it right, you're out. Yeah. And you can't yeah. think about it. You can't that, think about that it. That makes it hard. It has to be your instinct. Let's see. Uh, who, who wants to go round one? Oh, look at that. Jenna had oh, a security. Oh, ding, ding. I actually want to go first. It's stressful <laughs> to have to watch other people go through it. Jenna, are you ready? I'm ready. You must get everything wrong. Okay. Jenna, where do beards grow? Seatbelts. Are you now? If we notice you're just kind of developing random words in your mind, you could be ejected from the game. Oh, you can't make up rules once the game is commenced. Oh, I can make up any rule it's his I want. Game. Yeah. Next question. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Which insects live in a beehive? Turtles. What is better than bacon? Snapple. <laughs> Which fruit is used to make strawberry jam? Watermelons. What grows in rice paddies? Cantaloupe. Nice job. Wow. Dude, that one got over. The rice one made my knees buckle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That was the one that stressed you out? It did because I kept thinking, rice. Yeah, rice rice is right in the word. Those rice patties, they'll come get you. (laughs) Rice, rice, baby. I was like, cantaloupe, cantaloupe. (laughs) (laughs) Round two Tanner the Millennial, are you ready? Oh, as ready as I can. Tanner the Millennial, how much is a good haircut? Really? $12. (laughs) 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 Are you going to say, what's a good haircut? (laughs) Traditionally, what do you blow out on your birthday? A ham. (laughs) (laughs) He's struggling. In basketball, a free throw is worth how many points? Twelve. Which creature makes wormholes? Bacon. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a creature. Oh, a lemur. <laughs> I feel like I should eject you for no, that. No, no, <laughs> She got a warning. I should get one too. She called a turtle an insect. <laughs> okay, Drew, are you ready? No, but go for it. All right, we are, ladies and gentlemen, at round three. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Final annihilation. Drew, mm-hmm. how many socks are in a pair? Eleven. Name a citrus fruit. Cantaloupe. What power is a? So- <laughs> oh, oh, dang oh, it! Oh, I just said the one she said. I win! Dang. This is the Fit Show with Fitz. I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, I am held hostage in my house every single day by my wife and kids. Jenna. <laughs> I do sometimes cross boundaries in the workplace. <laughs> Drew. Yes, I can tell you exactly what Martha Stewart smells like. And Tanner, the millennial. Drew, that car you sold me keeps breaking down every two seconds. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us today. What's up? Welcome to Monday, and what have we learned today? Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you picked up something uh, from today's show, let us know. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, for Monday, February 26, 2018. Here's what I learned uh, during the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. I learned that men are more likely to be struck by lightning. With, gu- with guys accounting for 79% of that number. What is wrong with that? There's something... Maybe although, we have more iron in our blood or something. 
That is the Lord wow. speaking. <laughs> yeah. I almost got struck one time by lightning outside of a dorm room. For real? For real. And what were you doing there? Probably bad things. Worry about the Lord was trying to strike you down. <laughs> You're trying to tell me Jesus was trying to strike me down. Yes, he was. Okay. Hey, Drew, what have we learned today? Well, I learned that Fitz was deeply scarred by his high school basketball experience. The coach wouldn't let you play the way you wanted to play. He was going on and on and oh, on about God. it. Tanner had to play him off with music like the Oscars. <laughs> you know what? This show is also like a really good it, therapy for me as well. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. I, I use it as my own therapy. I hope you're, I hope you're okay with that, everybody. Yeah. You took a bit of a load off there. <laughs> you sure did. Spilling your guts. Surprised you guys didn't charge me for it. Tell <laughs> me $16 and a spinach feta wrap, Fitz. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tanner, what have we learned today? I learned that there's a woman who got the uh, uniform for the Waffle House, and she walked in, said she was some type of manager, and she went, she took $100 from the cash register and left. <laughs> She is awesome. <laughs> we do not promote theft, though. No. We just okay. want to be and, clear. Uh, I'm going to be taking this, okay? <laughs> All right, Jenna, my head of security, what have we learned today? I learned that Drew is absolutely worn out and tired of listening to supermodels on Instagram and their famous quotes and everything that they have done to with say. It? Giving up the Insta- I'm Instagram models? I'm not going to say I'm done with them. I'm just scaling back. Okay. Well, Trying to find that's other things That's what to look they at. all say. Yeah. <laughs> And right after the show, what do you think Drew's going to do right now? Go Instagram. look at fitness models. Follow fitness models on Instagram. You'll be scrolling. Have a great day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's get through this Monday together. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.